Welcome to God, Yay or Nay. I'm your host, Noor Kidwai. I'm here to find out how we grow, transform, and become our best selves. How we create meaning in our lives. Come join me on my journey. Welcome to another episode of God, Yay or Nay. I'm your host, Noor Kidwai. Thanks for tuning in. My guest this week is Andrew Elbert. Andrew's a hilarious comedian. Check out his albums on iTunes. There's Guns and Yoga, and his other album is called Warning Canadian Content. Please keep subscribing to the podcast, giving it likes, uh, giving it a good rating. That always helps out. That's the best way you can support this uh, at the moment. I really do appreciate it. And if you go and give your boy newer kid why a follow on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, all that jive, that helps out too. I uh, always appreciate that. And I'll keep coming out with a new podcast with great guests. I got a whole bunch of them booked up this coming month, which I'm looking forward to. So, guys, let's get into this podcast. My guest this week, Andrew Elbert. Welcome to another episode of God, Yay or Nay. I'm here with my man, Andrew Elbert. Andrew, thanks for joining me, my bud. It's a pleasure to be here, Nor. It is always a pleasure to hang out with you, my friend. Ah, yes, it is. Uh, Dude, so you're one of my, like, best friends. Uh, You've been in the comedy game uh, for a long time. Uh, I always kind of thought of you as a mentor. Uh, Give my my audience a little bit, like, the one-minute Andrew Albert story. I've been a comedian for 22 years. I live in Montreal, spent some time in uh, Halifax and also in Calgary, where I got to meet uh, yourself. Uh, You were a young, budding comedian when I met you, probably uh, 2011 or so. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, you quickly became my number one go-to for an opener. Um, and man, we developed a great friendship and we'd always hang out at the comedy nights and have some beers and have some laughs. And you were the, one of the best guys because you were so dependable as far as your material, uh, and also your fucking swell guy. You are a swell guy and uh, fun to hang out with. Cause uh, I don't know if, uh, I think when, when regular civilians look at us and they talk about <clears throat> they talk about the, the the comedian and they're like, ooh, that must be hard. They're thinking about those, you know, those nine hour car rides to Dawson Creek and shit like that. And and you were a pleasure always to uh, to travel with, man. You're a good conversationalist and I'm really happy you have a podcast and I'm happy to be on it. Hey, thanks, buddy. Uh, no, I'm happy to have you on as well. So uh, one thing, uh, me and you have actually been like contacting each other quite a bit and having conversations during this whole uh, COVID uh, pandemic thing. Um, yeah. I think uh, we're kind of like uh, using each other's support a little bit, like a good conversation with a friend definitely like lightens up your spirits. So. Yeah, it's good. It's, um, it's nice to talk tonight because it feels like we actually haven't probably connected in a good three weeks or so, you know, it's, it's been, uh, it's probably been the longest since the beginning that we haven't uh, connected. So we're due for a chat and you're also recording it. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's how it goes this time. So yeah, this time uh, no off-color jokes, Andrew Elbert. No, right. no off-color <laughs> jokes, but. Uh, so like one thing we were talking about because I think we both needed some like mental support for uh, parts of the pandemic. Um, it, this has been tough for everybody. Like, uh, what are you thinking about like right now with like mental health and like how this pandemic has kind of like gone through and like. What are, you, what are you looking at, like, how your mental health personally has gone through? Because we're at, like, what are we at, three months, four months now? Holy oh, God. Oh, yeah, we're, we're, in, even, we're into three. I can't th- even remember. I don't know. I saw, I, I saw um, how Pat Thornton has been doing the Larry Looks thing with this little boy uh, and dressing his child up in different as, – as David Bowie or, or as, as Lady Gaga or the Queen. Have you seen this? <laughs> no, I haven't. Pat's a funny and comedian. Just he's a super funny guy. And uh, it's a, it, we're at Larry Looks 100, so that's at least 100 days. I think they did one every single day. And at the 100th, they wrote, Larry looks like Larry. And they just posted a picture of the beautiful baby. It was, it was gorgeous. Uh, um, so we're at least 100 days in, maybe obviously more to a certain degree. Who knows, man? It's been a long time. We're well into three months. We're, what are we now, mid-June, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Um, that was, I, I remember the last show I did. Yeah. It's, it's gotta be like three months around the nose. I think it was the, the, the last show. It seems to me was that mid March. I, and then the Friday was done. Like today's the Thursday. And then it was like Friday we're done. There's nothing. We're staying home. Everybody fucking stay home. Watch the news, watch the news and the death toll. Watch the death toll and the fucking warnings and the news and the what a spiral for your brain, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's actually and you can't of- go to the store and you can't do this and you can't, or if you do, you gotta wait in line and the fuck, man. It's been uh it's been heavy, bro. It's been heavy. I like that's actually one thing, like I, I could see like all those conspiracy theorists who've been like saying for years, like this kind of thing's gonna happen and now like when something like this happens, I bet they're all just like, yep. Well, That's what they wanted. That's what they were hoping for. That's what everybody just, who the fuck are they once again? <laughs> Jesus, I'm so tired of they. I just, I can't imagine Trudeau goes to bed every night and he's rubbing his little rat hands going, I have them exactly where I want them. This is, this is where they are. This is where they belong under my shoe. You know, like, come on, man. This is just, this is unfortunate for everybody across the planet. And unfortunately we have found out that we are completely (laughs) non-essential. You would really, you were really hoping comedy and laughter would be part of it. They're like, nah, you would think, nah. you would think at the time we're needed the most. They're like, no, stay home, nothing, stay home. Yeah. I actually, um, I started to crack uh, a couple weeks ago. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I had, hit, I hit the, I hit the end, man. I was done. I, uh, I was angry. I, um, you know, you know, those fights, I'm having these fights with my girlfriend and in, in the, like in the back of my head, it's like, I could kick her ass right now. You know what I mean? Like you're going through that. You're like, I'm like, I'm about, I'm about to come unglued and it's not me, you know? And, um, actually what I did for escape and my girlfriend and I both agreed, like, because it's a real interesting situation over here, man, is um, I have no job. Um, all these beautiful shows that I had booked, I had a huge tour booked out west. Um, tons of money coming in, nothing. Um, everything's just canceled. Uh, thank God I didn't buy the plane tickets yet because it was still a month or so out. Um, and I'm brooding around the house not a happy fella you know and uh my my girlfriend uh she's a lovely girl really smart uh really strong character though like we're we're two big personalities and all of a sudden she's spending a hundred percent of her time in the house because she's working at this this station i'm actually at right now she's got there's a big monitor. I'm looking at a big monitor here and this is my computer here and the, she's got it. She's all set up here and I've got nothing. I'm walking around uh, like a dog that doesn't know where to lay down in the living room doing the circle, um, going fucking nuts. And um, yeah, man, we just started, we just started butting heads. Like it was insane, you know? And about three weeks ago uh, she made the suggestion that why don't you, even though it wasn't COVID 100% friendly, um, I needed a break, man. You know, and she was like, "Why don't Why don't you go to your brother's? Why don't you take Why don't you take some time, a few days, whatever? Go to your brother's." And um, so, uh, very happy to have a brother that lives a couple hours down the road, so I don't have to <clears throat> change provinces. Um, I don't think it, it wasn't a hundred percent. I wasn't really supposed to leave my borough, uh, but fuck it. I was, what's the, what's the alternative? You know what I mean? Like it's, it, we're not going down a good road anyway. I'd rather for my mental health check out and have a break. And I went to my brother's, uh, spent the week, you know, uh, just decompressed. I painted his porch. We took care of the garden, um, just did stuff, you know, nor, Um, what a lot of people, uh, that are probably listening to this that don't live in cities 
do not understand what it was to go through this in a fucking city. Um, Walking down the street where the street's been widened so you can, and then everybody's uh, going six feet away and the, 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 the stops and the people duck in an alley so you could pass by, then they walk. And then just, just that it's taxing. It's just taxing. The lineups are everywhere. The, you know, it's just, it's just heavy on the soul. You're not even, there's no eye contact. There's no eye contact. There's no smiling. There's no, everybody's looking at their feet and just holding their breath as they walk around. We're in a fucked up zone, man. It's really messing with the human condition where we are, we are social creatures. We're, I had a girl talk to me in the grocery store tonight and I was like taken back. You know what I mean? Like I could see that she, wa- I think she just wanted, yeah, to like, talk, right? you know what I mean? I'm standing there looking for horseradish. Like where did I- I'm standing in the mustards thinking there's gotta be horseradish here, man. Like where's, and then this, this girl walks by and she's like, Hey, she's in, in French. Like, hey, what's like, what are you looking for? And I was like, horseradish in French is and, and but and then I could see she was like uh I I don't even know what that is you know what I mean she just kind of had that, that moment where she's like ah but I could see that she she wanted to reach out for no reason you know what I mean she it's probably just because I just got a haircut oh, she, it is. <laughs> she she wanted to reach out for no reason and it was it was actually really nice but I remember being like I was just like taken back and i think i probably just acted weird and i'm like yeah you probably don't know what and i (laughs) went in the other direction like and then i saw her later and i tried to smile at her and then it was just all awkward man it was just we're uh we're really in a weird zone right now where people you know what i mean want to connect but can't connect and as i was saying about what people don't understand if you don't live in the city is you i don't think you feel that weight. My brother out in Gatineau right now, he's out in, he lives out in the sticks, man. He works in Ottawa, but he's working from home and he's got a house with a nice big backyard. He's got the garden back there. He's, you know what I mean? Yeah. What do you do? You, you mow the lawn. You, you, you know, you, you tend the garden, you do this, you do, you do nice the stuff. Barbecue at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. got the barbecue, you got the fire pit, you got shit, man. You can, you can, you know what? It's not COVID friendly, but fucking the neighbors can come around the back fence and, 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 and you all sit six feet away from each other at the fire and still have a beer and chat. Yeah. We're not like, getting that. We didn't get that in the city, man. We don't, everything was locked down and you're imagine, you know, like I'm in a, I'm only in a duplex. So at least I do have a little piece of grass in the back, but it's not my grass. It's the neighbor downstairs grass. But at least I got a, I did get a little piece where I could put some tomatoes and cucumbers and stuff. And you know what? I'm, I kind of been playing with that. But if you have a house, it's so beautiful. You can, you got stuff. I, I, I think if I had a house right now, like I could survive this easily, I'll probably be loving. Well, I, dude, maybe not your bathroom it, would like, be, it would be nice. <laughs> you would have retiled the bathtub. You would have, you know what I mean? Like little things like that. You would have been like, oh, well, let's take let's take on a fucking project I've been I've been holding out on and let's let's finish the basement or let's whatever. You know, like there's any it it was so funny. I this hit me really hard when I was watching, you know, like CTV in the morning and they're like, Hey, welcome back. And we got some we got some good tips to to you know fight those COVID blues, you know, and they're like, Come on, come on back, and you know, after the commercial, and then the girl's like, you know what you gotta do during COVID? Turn your backyard into a backyard theater. And I'm like, who the fuck? Has a backyard. <laughs> I, just, I don't have a backyard. That's like that's how you know who the demographic of that show is. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what their last tip was? Their last tip was, um, you know what you do tonight for you and your partner? 
Turn your turn your bedroom into a hotel room. Get some candles and put out some, you know, put out the 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 swan towel and pretend that you are you guys are spending a night away in a luxury hotel. And in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, honey, do you do, do you want to do you want to fight in the bedroom tonight, or do you just want to do it in the living room like usual? I mean, where do where or should we should we make it a hotel room? And and then we'll not have sex in there. How about we do that? Let's not have sex in a fucking hotel room that I just pretended to spend $225 for. <laughs> That's coming out of you. <laughs> I just like, we're going nuts here, man. We're going nuts. It's, man, and you're like, you made a good point. That city's like, in the city, it's a completely different thing. Um, So wait, so I know you said you went to your brother's place, but. You're going to bust me. You also yes. told me you went on a, I know you told me you went uh, yes. on like a little camping. Like I did a day. little, so check this out. We had a fishing trip. It was me, my two brothers. We had a fishing trip planned um, from last year. Uh, it was a fishing trip that we did last year. Okay. And, and the original, the date was uh, June 4. So I was at my brother's the week previous to that. But then as we're coming close to the date of June 1, they're saying, uh, the, the they being uh, <laughs> rat, rat-handed uh, Trudeau, telling, telling bedtime stories every time he talks. No, we're going to be okay. Me, you, together, okay. <laughs> every time he talks, it sounds you know, like a bedtime actually, story. Man, I actually went to sleep a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> 11, 11.30 every day, you're just... <laughs> <laughs> in front of the there's Trudeau telling us another bedtime story but no um so we had a camping trip booked and it was in Quebec we didn't have to change borders we didn't have to go to Ontario uh or New Brunswick because New Brunswick is done like my parents live in New Brunswick and I don't know the next time I'm going to see my parents that's a weird reality on that one the province is closed off they're freaked out they they bought into the the, the craziness and they're they've sealed themselves off which is good and horrible um because they, they don't have the 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 hospitals to take care of an outbreak in New yeah. Brunswick yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. they wouldn't know how to deal with it so they've just shut their damn borders and I don't know the next time I'm gonna see my folks and I Skype my mom a lot. It's a lot. It's been, it's been, uh, it, it's been okay. You know, we probably, we obviously talk now more than ever. Probably talk to her almost every other day at least. But anyway, so you were ta- asking about the, the fishing trip. Um, so the brothers, we had this, this trip booked with a few other, there's a few other guys from up. It was up North in Temiskaming. There's a town up there called um, North Bay, Ontario. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. North Bay, Ontario. So next so to that is north of on Ottawa, or like is it even more? Central? It's probably northwest of Ottawa. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. It's it's above uh, it's above Toronto ish. It's out that way. You know what I mean? Like it's getting above Toronto, maybe okay. maybe a little an hour east or whatever. But it's up there. It's 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 probably four hours north of Toronto type thing. Okay. So we went. Um, what it ended up happening is the Quebec government decided that camping was going to be legit, but it wasn't for overnight necessarily fishing. Or if you're in the cabin, it has to be the same family and this and that. I just brought a tent. I just brought a tent. We did our best. Uh, we had cabins booked, uh, these old, old cabins. We had these cabins booked and, and I, I had a tent my two brothers, they they stayed in a cabin with their ladies. So it was basically kind of – we kind of mixed a couple bubbles, but it wasn't – we and we weren't – we were social distanced the whole time. Nobody was, you know, touching hands or whatever. We, you know, we weren't even touching elbows, for God's sakes. But uh, it was, it was uh, as COVID-friendly as we could get it, and, man, it was good for the soul. Getting back to nature – is so very important right now. And I feel in the wake of that now, I'm so much better, Nor. I'm so much better than I was. I was so stressed out. I was, I mean, I was not in a good place, man. I had a, <clears throat> I had a couple moments where like, I remember once I was, I was on my bike 
and I was listening to, man, I want to say it was, is Bill Withers? Oh, it was Bill Withers. And I think Bill Wizard Withers did. Which one is that? The Lean on Me? Or yeah. Lean on Me? Okay. Dude. Lean on Me. Right? When and I'm on my bike. Wrong. And, you know, I, I Bill Withers uh, recently died at the beginning of the whole COVID thing. And uh, I, I was a fan. And I was, I was working on a couple, uh, just tr- playing with a couple of his songs on the guitar, on the acoustic guitar anyway. Um, like that, uh, Ain't No Sunshine. Oh, yeah. Uh, right? And so I was listening to Bill Withers, and I went for this monstrous bike ride. And I remember I'm coming up a hill, and then Lean On Me comes on, and I'm just, like, bawling behind my sunglasses. Like, I, I needed I needed to outlet the stress somehow, man. Yeah, and yeah. it was uh, – I was not, a, not, in a good, not in a good way. But I, I got to tell you, getting back to nature um, – was very 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 important and i think i got a couple things lined up that uh little weekends here and there that i can sneak out of town and 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 hit some some camping ish style things the thing that sucks right now with with covid as soon as they open the campgrounds you can't you cannot uh book a weekend in quebec anyway for camping like it's gone like, because oh, yeah. there's no other summer vacations. Yeah, so yeah. right away, bang, the, the, they're called SEPAC, S-E-P-A-Q is the SEPACs are the, uh, the, like the governmental, uh, campsites. They're booked, man. They're booked. Forget it. But I have some other brothers. I have some other brothers that are living out towards the gas bay. And, uh, you know, uh, we're going to figure it out. Yeah. We're going to figure it out. Was, uh, so I was going to say, like, when you were, like, listening to that song and you said you, like, just let it go and you started, like, bawling or whatever. Um, that's a good thing. Like, uh, one thing, like, I'll just tell, like, even to the listeners, like, one thing I've noticed, because we, like, a lot of us, especially in our situation, we have a lot of solitude right now. Like, when you have, like, emotions come up, let it be. Don't resist it. Don't Just experience yeah, it. Yeah, experience it. And sometimes it is, like, a getting rid of. Like, some, like you need it to get rid of that uh, energy inside of you. Oh, absolutely. I, like, I can say energy. You can say emotion. Whatever you want to call yeah. it. Like, don't get hung up on what the word is. But, I'm like, there's something in you that needs to be released. And, like, sometimes you have to live just, that. like, yeah, sometimes just bawling like that is, like, a good way to get rid of it. And, like, um... I've, I've had the same kind of thing happen during, like, during this time as well. Um, not in, like, a uh, ball and more in an anger way. There's been, ang- like, waves of anger that's been hitting me. And then waves of pain. Like, I fucking... I'll, I'll tell you this story in a bit. I do want to... Because I did have, like, a weird uh, thing that happened to my back. And I want to tell you that. We um, all manifest manifest pain from stress and everything else. And, and your back and my back as well. I'm, I'm looking forward to hear, hearing yeah, about it. Yeah. Um, but first, let's finish this uh, story you're talking about. Because I love this, like, you, wear on, you went to nature. It helped you. Um, give, me, give me a little bit of a feel-good uh, for... Uh, when you were at nature some point where you just like uh you were there you saw something or you something happened or whatever and like you felt that little bit of release and that like ah oh, like yeah like i love you know what i'm saying because that's where that healing comes and that's where that like oh wait a second i love life that's where that yeah that, that kind of thing comes in so like yeah uh, give, give my listeners a little bit of that Cause- so we were we were at a lake. We were at a lake where you actually had to park your car, get in a boat, go to the end of the lake, get dropped off, and then you're you're bringing in your motors. So you're portaging this stuff. So you're bringing you in your motors in your motor? uh, for the next boat. Like the boat you got on at the first lake is not the boat you're going to be using. So there's already boats there. Carry the motor to the next. You lake. carry the goddamn. This is work, bro. Like this isn't this isn't joking. Like this is this is fishing, but for real. When you portage, you're carrying every fucking morsel of food that you're gonna eat. Your water, your uh, you're carrying it all. Your clothes, your tent, your fishing line, your you, you know your your tackle, your uh, your boots, your everything. Uh, plus your motors, plus your gas. Right. So you're bringing that all in. So you, you go to the end of the lake and then a guy pick a guy has they actually have a trailer here attached to an ATV. And then you could load that up 
and and you uh, he brings you down a path that's probably about as long as a football field uh, through the woods, and then you get to the little cove where the other the boats are, and then you load up you you know you put the motors on the next boat, hook those up, and then fill it with all you know everybody's bags and everybody's food and the coolers and all the shit, and then you go to your cabins. Okay, so at that point you all have like an, a, a boat, let's say assigned to one boat, let's say for every two or three people you go there. Uh, and then the next, then the next day you, you can go to the end of that lake and take the motor off again and go to another lake. Jesus. And there's other boats. So you got to flip those boats over. Like we were the first people there. So like one of the boats, some the shitheads from the end of the season last year left the boat, uh, right side up sitting on the dock so it was completely full of water from the snow oh, that had yeah, over yeah, the winter yeah, yeah, yeah. so we had to you know flip that clean it out and then get it in the water and then you can even go to another lake further than that so the further you go the the less human contact there is right so is we were like better the further you go uh, so last year, yes, they caught the monster in the third, fourth lake. They caught in the fourth lake. They caught the monster. My brother and I, uh, not my brother and I it was my brother and, uh, uh, one of the neighbor boys that came out, they got a fish that, man, you really weren't supposed to keep it. It was, <laughs> it, it was so big. It didn't make sense. Like it was like five pounds. It was like a crazy, crazy, crazy fish. We ate that bastard. We ate it. Um, but when you get further away, it's like, man, that second lake is so serene and peaceful. But when you get further and further away from people, you swear the trees are talking to you. And the, and the, there's no, there's nothing there. There's no cabins. There's no nothing. You know, like, and we even, we even saw this spot where you could see a trail in the woods, but there's no people there. So it's not a trail for people. It's a trail for animals. So big animals like moose would come out of the woods and drink out of the water and then go back into the woods. But they probably use this so often that it's a, a three foot wide spot. So as we're, as we're trolling by, I said to Mark Andre, the guy that I was with, I said, dude, do you hear that? There was a the sound of like a waterfall. So we went, I said, let's stop, let's stop. And we put the nose of the boat right at that trail. And I was like, this is scary, man, because you know this is not a human trail. This is like trail for big animals. And of course, right at the head of the trail, a big pile of moose shit right at the right at the lake's edge. You know, that moose just woke up in the morning and just had a big dump looking at the water, went in, had a drink, came back out. And then we went, we went up and we we got in, we got out of the boat, tied the boat up and, and walked and found that that uh stream coming down and bro i've never seen you know when you see a cedar tree i saw cedar trees that i'm six five six four and i couldn't even there's no way i could have two of me hug this tree you know what i mean like it was such a monstrous big 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 trees I those. unreal and you swear they're talking to you man like it was so beautiful and it was it was just it was just perfect and there was there was moose prints all up all up that stream bed. And then we saw the big bear, the big bear squish paw in the, in the mud. Oh wow! And we made sure that I was making sure that I spoke so loudly so that any animal could definitely hear us. And they, because they're more scared of you. The only time you run into a bear problem is when you startle it, you yeah, walk up upon it and it didn't know you were coming. And then it's, then it's fight, you know, but if it hears you coming, it's like, Oh God, here comes another asshole. I'll, I'll, you know, move off to the side and you'll, you'll never even see him. He'll just, he'll just sneak behind the trees and just kind of take off on you. And that's how they, that's how they survive avoiding humans. Anyway, it was, uh, it was unreal. And, and doing that lake with an electric motor, it's so quiet. So that time it's not gas, you're, you're haul, you're bringing in, it's like bigger than a car battery. So they're 75 pounds or whatever. It's crazy. It sucks. It's probably more like 50 pounds and I'm being a real, I'm being a real wimp about it. But um, yeah, cruising around that lake, standing up, trolling, ice, just ice glass water, just still, still water. And the trees were perfectly reflecting in the, in the water. It was, 
it, it reset me. It took that two and a half months of stress and anxiety and uh, just the, the fear of, of the unknown, not having a job, not knowing what's going on, being scared of a virus, being scared of something you can't see, being scared of your fellow people in the city around you. And it was, thank God, it was a reset. And I, I've come back now, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a couple of weeks uh, away from it, but man, it was so very necessary. And if, if, uh, if you are feeling stress, um, it's, uh, it's time to take off your shoes and feel the grass between your toes, you know, Damn, dude. and do some mushrooms on Saturday night. <laughs> we we did a little especially that one especially that helps we did oh, we did a little fuck. me and uh me and one of the fellas we did uh we did a little bit of mushrooms one day and went fishing and we, we had such a good time we had such a nice time Dude, and it, we right. didn't even realize we didn't even realize we were buzzing until we we came back to the dock and stood on like solid ground all of a sudden we were like all right <laughs> like People, uh, I really wish people could understand like how like medicinal, like especially good for the mental health like that. It's yeah. not even just the mushrooms, just that nature thing. And like, honestly, like let's do one of these, buddy. Because <laughs> like, honestly, let's do one this summer because that sounds just like completely up my alley. Thanks for fucking sharing that story, buddy. Yeah, that was that was good, man. The getting back to nature is um, <clears throat> the electromagnetic current that we get from the earth is uh is more important than we realize man and, yeah uh, that's actually a good point i know when you talk about like uh chinese uh what's what do they call it uh china men <laughs> no they're freaking uh, that's like, gonna be out chinese. of context for people they're like, not gonna understand we were talking about another comedian earlier that so, yeah, use yeah, that yeah. term yeah so like chinese philosophy they like always right. talk about nature and trees and stuff like have a lot of chi in them which is just basically life energy and yeah. um yeah like i think anybody who has gone to nature and like actually like come out of it and just like feel like how different your body feels like if you actually pay attention you'll come out and be like wow like i literally feel so much more energized so oh, much more calm, mm-hmm. serene. Even every fish that I caught, I was so grateful, you know. And if that fish, most of them, because it's a really pr- real protected lake, and most of them, to to keep a trout in that lake, it had to be forty five centimeters. So we're talking almost eighteen inches. Like that's a big trout. That's a good good sized fish. And most of them were just south of that by a little bit, but they're good fighting fish. And every fish, I it's going to sound so hokey, bro, but every fish I thanked and a couple of them I kissed on the little mouth and put them back in the water. You know what I mean? Like when I, when I released them, I was like, thank you and get bigger and I'll be back next year. You know? Heck yeah. Why not? Why the hell not? Right? Like, and I felt that, so bad. No. and like, I felt uh, so bad. I, one I caught in the eyeball and he was too, he was too small, but he was still, you know, he's still a 16 inch or 15 inch fish. Like he's a good fish. I ate him for lunch because I caught him in the eye, and I oh, I felt so bad, and I I apologized to him. Good, yeah. Hey, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, um, that's one thing about like the kind of masculinity in our society, especially with men. Like, uh, how we can't fucking like look at a like how you did it, like kiss the fish and be like, oh, I'm so thankful for it, like gratefulness is a powerful powerful tool being grateful for anything uh, i was talking with about it with trent mccullen on a like earlier podcast and like he he was talking to me about like how he himself has like a a grateful kind of practice where you like actually like try to constantly tell yourself what you're grateful for and yeah. like, those kind of things they're powerful man like it really there's something there's something that I don't even think like scientifically we understand or anything yet, but it also affects your mindset and, 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 and what it does is it makes you appreciate what you have. I believe that's why, um, you know, even I'm not really religious, but I really feel that saying grace before dinner would, and I don't do it. I should, 
but I think it's a wonderful thing that people used to do and, you know, some people still do, but it's something that we're losing. You know what I mean? Like uh, being thankful for the hands that touch this food that, 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 you know what I mean? And, 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 and um, it puts in your head, like all the, like how you would said the, hands all the moving parts. Yeah. Like be thankful for the guy that, you know, the, the guy that shoveled the shit that, ended up on the vegetables that made the you know what i mean and the farmer that picked and toiled and and everybody along the way i was reading this poem by uh, t.s Eliot a couple days ago and uh one of the things like there was a man like crying by a river and he was crying because like he was like all the lovers that used to come to this river and dance they never come anymore and now it's just like filled with brief encounters and like the whole like um translation of that poem is just like showing like this is this guy wrote this after world war ii and he was saying this is such a problem in our society and this is one of the things that caused the war it's like our life is about brief encounters now like we don't um we don't know about intimacy or uh, or be about becoming like deep into in a relationship anymore. So like a lot of our a lot of our life is now just brief encounters to just get what we can for ourselves and then move on. And uh, that's how we look at life in every kind of Can way. you imagine he wrote that in the 40s or the 50s? Yeah. Imagine if T.S. Eliot had a look at the fucking internet right now. Exactly. And like uh, our whole internet, our whole, We've rocket our, shipped. Whole, our whole society is built on those brief encounters right now. And it's sad. And like um, that's one reason like I really do want to like and like I love how you're talking about nature and stuff like trying to get deep a deeper experience right and uh psychedelics really helped me with that too meditation and like so like that's one thing I really want to promote with this uh podcast as well and that's why I'm really happy you shared your like shared your like uh, mental health struggles and uh how you came out of it in the last few months I really do appreciate that buddy um mm-hmm. All right, let me tell you about my thing, what happened with my back, buddy. Yeah, go so, ahead. So, uh, yeah, uh, when the pandemic started, like, so the first month wasn't too bad for me. I was doing all right, and I think uh, one of the best things for me is, like, I was in the best shape of my life. So, like, energized-wise, like, energy-wise, I was fucking great, man. I uh, I was working out every day. I was uh, meditating every day. My mind, uh, like, I was eating well. And uh, so I was, like... I was like, I'm going to, like, make a goal, like, a physical goal. So I was like, I want to be able to do handstands, like, uh, by the time this pandemic's over, like, whatever, right? So I started working on doing handstands, like, uh, like through YouTube and shit. And then I just, like, fucked up my shoulder one day, like, doing the handstands. Like, I don't know. Didn't you mention in one of your first podcasts, so to be honest with you, yeah, I've, yeah. I've probably listened about the first maybe four or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't you mention back then that you had shoulder issues? Yep, yep. And uh, I've uh, always had uh, shoulder issues. Um, my Is it? Where, do, you, do you feel it's where you keep your stress? Or yeah, like so. Like I'll I'll come back to that. Okay, um, sorry. So man. like uh, yeah. So um, I don't know. I did this uh, thing. Uh, my hand. It was a handstand. Yeah, you were doing hand, a handstand. <laughs> yeah, and I was trying to get through it, and I fucked it up, and I fucked up my shoulder and back. And uh, so I couldn't. I Did you collapse stop. upside down or no, what? No, paint the picture for me. It wasn't like anything like that. It was just right. like I was uh, I was doing the handstand and like kind of leaning to my feet on the wall. Right. And uh, j- this is just to get the muscle memory. So this is how yeah. you build up to do That's a full handstand. That's how I would do it yeah, if so, I tried. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't that full handstand yet. So I was just right. building up the muscle memory. But I something like ripped and or something right. happened where I felt it and I just got out of the handstand. So like I didn't fall or anything, but like I felt something. I'm like, ooh, that doesn't seem right. And a couple hours later, it just started hurting like hell. And I was like, oh no, oh, okay. no. So like for the next week or two, I was just like, I couldn't uh, do any exercises because this was in like a lot of pain. And sometimes it was so bad I had to like lay down. So it was just like it was shitty. And um, 
finally one day I wake up and I'm like, oh, I feel normal. Like I, I like this feels good. So I, like I haven't worked out. For good day for weeks. a handstand. Yeah, no, I haven't worked out for two weeks. So I was like, I'll, <laughs> I'll do some stretches, like some light stretches, get back into it. And I did some light stretches, felt great. And now I'm just like surging with energy. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go for a walk. So I went for a walk like 30, 40 minutes and I'm coming back, I'm five minutes away from my house and I'm just walking and all of a sudden I hear a crack. Like I hear a crack in my back. Like, I don't know, I didn't feel anything at that point, but then all of a sudden like pain just started shooting from the middle of my back all the way up to my head and like- Spasms? Yeah, and like, I like I, it, it was giving me dizziness, like the pain Oh, I know so the feeling, heavy. my friend. Yeah. And, I can sympathize. Um, all my limbs, went numb and my heart just started beating like i've never felt a beat like this i had to sit down like i couldn't move anymore and my heart was just beating like i i was like okay i'm having a heart attack like i literally (laughs) well like it was it was a this is it like uh i've never like i felt my i put my hand on my uh chest and like my heart was just completely pounding out of there and i was just like well this is a heart attack there's no way all my limbs are numb my heart's pounding and like i'm like i'm just like completely like holy shit like this is happening and like for a second there like it was weird like i got to a second there where i'm just like this is it like it was like holy shit like it was one of those ones where i just kind of like accepted death which is weird like i'll tell you that when you when you when you when you get isn't it um, crazy when you're cool with it well like though that's the thing it, it turns from a fear a fear yeah. of death because at first you're like i'm having a heart attack oh my god oh you're in that fear mode yeah yeah and then all of a sudden you're just like it switches well, here to we go it. i mean let's take the and, ride like what this and, is, i've had what? that on on planes when the when shit's going really bad on a plane i always hit this this comfort where i'm like I've had such a good life. I'm so happy all the time. And if this is it, let's fucking ride her to the ground, man. <laughs> like I always have this moment. And so, honestly, that's so, so it zapped you. So this was zapped you in your back, not in it was like more middle back than yeah, shoulder. This was been middle back. Right. And um so because like, the muscle, the muscle in your shoulder probably tweaked out the motherfucker and the, the vertebrae. And then the other side of the, the other side of the muscles go, whoop, this is out. And then, the, and then these muscles start fighting each other. And then you're in a world of shit. Yeah. I have no idea, but uh, yeah. So anyways, I did accept it and it was weird when you do accept like, holy shit, this is it. Like um, you go into a more peaceful mindset, which was like hilarious because I found it like, but like I, I ended up like my heart's calmed down a bit and I was like, okay, so now I can walk. So I walked home, even though I was like walking really crickety and I got home and I was just, did you find that your shoulders, did you happen to go sideways on one, one direction? Did you like, did you end up having like, cause when my back will go out like that, I'll have like, let's say my, my left shoulder, will line up with my left hip and yeah. I'm like, I'm crooked like this. Yeah. I, I honestly, I think it was a little bit like that. Like lately it's I've been worst. looking at the mirror and I'm like, I'm can't breathe. Like, I'm pretty, can't, yeah. 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 It's, can't it's, sit, it's, can't stand. And if you lay down, you got to get the fuck back up at some point. So you, that, that stresses you out. I've, it, I've been there. Yeah. So anyways, like I came home and like, uh, my heart just kept beating like heavily and I was just like, I like, I'm just like, I keep getting that. Like, I think I'm having a heart attack. And my cousin came home um, and like, she saw me and I was just like, I, I, I don't know what's happening. I think I like, I don't know what's going on. And she looked at me and she's like, you look like bad right now. <laughs> like she was saying like, I was so pale and like, really <laughs> bad. Like she's right. like, so like, I'm like, I got to go to the hospital. Cause I, I do think I'm having a heart attack. And like I went there, they tested my heart, they gave me an X-ray, and like all well, everything was fine. So and this is COVID time, and you went to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Right and, on. And, and how uh, was that for the stress? And, <laughs> you know, you know what was hilarious? I went to the emergency, and uh, a day later, there was a fucking um, article in the newspaper saying a COVID outbreak break at this exact emergency. And I laughed my ass off. Of I, I don't know. I, I was like, whatever. But like, uh, 
so anyways, they like checked it all out and he was just like, it's a muscle strain. Like you have like yeah. a really, like you might've pinched <clears throat> the nerve or something, but like, so I just gave me some painkillers, ice and all that shit. And like, uh, for the next few days, it was just rough, man. Like I just had pain. Yeah. Constantly. And are those, they, and they always give you like those, um, those muscle relaxants. And then after, after the second dose you have, you're like, Ugh, yeah. I don't want to eat anything. Like yeah. your belly sucks. It's no fun, man. But like, no. So then I went into like, this was like the next part of my pandemic now, because like now I'm in a part where I'm like, uh, I, I, my, the first half of the pandemic, I was just so good with my body. So good with my mental health. So good with this like podcast and like writing comedy. And I was just like doing everything great and just loving it. And I was like really good. And then I went into this pain thing where I couldn't mm. move or exercise or anything. So I just started treating my body really bad, mostly with like eating and shit. Ate shit. Yeah. I ate Isn't it weird lot. how we do that to ourselves? Yeah. I ate a lot. Sometimes you're on the road and you're like, ah, what? I'm on the road. I can do this. And then you're, and then you're smoking cigarettes. You're like, what am I doing? No, it's you know, and you, you go down this road of, for some reason, self-abuse. I don't know why. When you're, well, that's your mind. When you're not feeling good. When you, you can like uh, push that, like. You perpetuate it. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, you perpetuate you perpetuate this not feeling good, and you're like, well, fuck, I'm not feeling good. Let's eat like shit, and then you're gonna feel even worse, and it's just gonna be the tornado effect, you know. And uh, that's exactly what I did, and uh, it was. So uh, what is what does Nor eat when he's not eating good? What what was what was the caca food that you were like the caca food (laughs) the caca food. What was your caca food? Well, I'm a I'm a big chip and dip fan fan, so that's my yep. like snack. Um, chip and dip for me is uh, uh, there's these crazy nachos that we have at a place. Uh, they're like, oh my god, they're the best nachos I've ever had in my life. Like tortilla chips mm-hmm. and uh, like neon cheese. That's my chip and dip. Yours is? Uh, I like spinach. I like uh, artichoke and sort of like ruffles one. sort yeah. of chips. Right. No, the spinach dip. Ah, uh, no, I do it with a better fuck ruffles. Skip to Oh, ruffles are tasty. Nice. What are you talking about? I I don't like a I don't like a ruffly chip. I want a I want a crisp chip. I want a kettle, <laughs> I want a kettle chip. <laughs> I want a kettle chip. God damn it! But uh, no, so I I was treating myself bad, man, and eating like uh, out a lot. So like uh, eating out like it can be anything. Like I was eating a lot of. Uh, I love like chicken wings i love like mm-hmm. i love eating like um, i love eating like burger priest that's like my favorite burger in the city so like mm-hmm. i was just like going to, i was eating shawarmas like i was eating bad food and uh just because i couldn't do anything else and like if i went right. for a walk if i went for a walk after like uh 10 minutes my fucking back starts seizing up and i'm like ah, seize up. Yeah, yeah and i have to fucking like and it was so weird so like the last few days like maybe a week ago somebody gave me a video of like this back pain thing and he was like showing me like uh this guy named dr sarno and uh he's a guy who's done a bunch of back pain for like celebrities and he became this world famous uh back pain doctor but he's also like uh controversial because other people in the medical industry are like oh this guy is uh doesn't uh, go w- within the lines of like science and shit well he's not prescribing necessarily but, drugs but his whole thing is like most of those kind of pains are mental like um once you have an injury like a lot of times you have an injury and the injury is there but like your body heals the injury and then yeah. you have this pain that's still there but it's just mental and hundred <clears> percent. Um, and like, uh, if you remember my first episode of this this podcast when I was talking about doing uh, ayahuasca, mm-hmm. one of the things I went in was with back pain and shoulder pain. And right, um, that's when you were talking about. And, it. Yep. Yeah, and that's when it like uh, when I was doing the ayahuasca. Like, I remember when the the ayahuasca was like re like doing my back it was like almost like a chiropractor thing on my back and Mm -hmm. when it was like actually releasing muscles and releasing knots and stuff in my back in reality it was probably just working in your damn head well like memories were like popping out like i was actually feeling it and it was like showing me like a lot of this uh the reason there's so much tension in your back is because of a lot of um stuff you're carrying it's like fear it was most of it was fear for me so like uh 
I remember I just started reading this or watching some YouTube clips of this Dr. Sarno guy, and he's basically saying the same thing. And this is from fucking 20 years ago. And, um, yeah, so, like, I started and I just kind of went and I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, like, okay, is, is this in my mind? And then he even said, in, uh, like, in the thing, he's like, are you icing it? Are you taking medication? Are you, like, doing all this stuff? He's like, if you're doing that, you're just reinforcing the belief that this is a physical thing. If this is a mental thing, he's like, are you not working out? Like, if you're not working out, like, you're just, you're saying because it's a physical thing, you can't do it. And I was just like, Jesus. So I just stopped it. I stopped all medication. I stopped all, um... <laughs> I stopped all uh, icing and like all that stuff and I started uh, working out again and like for the last four days like I've been feeling great like good my back's completely like normal and like I don't want to say like just like you know I'm like this is just some my personal experience like I don't want to say anybody else with like any kind of chronic pains just to do any oh, no, drastic thing you're on to like, something nor because yeah. I've I've dealt with chronic back pain my whole life, you know, uh, and I find and I know that when uh, the stakes are high in my life, uh, when there's something coming up that I'm very anxious about, I'm stressed about, I've had times where, you know, I was uh, I was I was going to be or, uh, you know, uh, on a, a movie set the next day. And I got a, a small role in a movie or whatever. And my fucking back is like out. You know, it's, it's because I'm, I'm stressed. I'm not. And usually it's, it's funny because usually it's, uh, it's in my lower back and, uh, with COVID and all the stress that was, you know, with my partner and just, I have, it's right here in my freaking in my shoulder. I have, um, right in the top of my shoulder, the top of my shoulder blade. I have a knot there that will just zing me not debilitating like what you were talking about as far as uh, the muscle spasms or stuff, but it's there and I know it's there and I'm very aware about it. And I know it's a hundred, it's a hundred percent stress. And when I was like coming, I remember when I was coming back from fishing and I was coming up to the apartment, we're back. You know what I mean? Like, wow. Wow. Like, like the, you said the pain came back, just came back. Oh, wow. I'm here. Yeah, like you're uh, back, you know, you're 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 back home. You're out of nature. You're back home with no job, no foreseeable shows. And you know, you get, you get into the same mindset. Um, yeah, actually, one thing. Uh, so you, I remember you were telling me at the beginning of the pandemic, you do uh, you started doing the breathing exercise, the Wim Hof thing. Um, yes. Have you continued that at all? I uh, am embarrassed to say no. Okay. I need to get back on okay. it um, because I got on Wim Hof. Uh, for those of you, uh, for those that are listening to this and have never done this, it is, it is unreal. It is the most wonderful, wonderful thing you can do. I suggest it to family members. I suggest it to all kinds of friends, and I'm not taking my own damn advice. Okay, and like I'll tell the. Listeners. I haven't been making time. Yeah, the listeners, what it basically is, is uh, I think I might even said this on the podcast before, but it's basically you uh, breathe in like uh, 20, 30 times um, and you, it's basically oxygenating your uh, body and then you breathe out, hold your breath. And uh, it's a technique. Check it out on Wim Hof uh uh wimhoff.com just w-i-m i believe yeah yeah h-o-f-f -F. yeah check them out something like that but uh, th these videos are great and just follow. and you can even do the guided one like yeah, if, if you're it's, if, if it's your first time just do the guided one and it's just like breathe in breathe out yes, breathe in breathe exactly. out and then and then it's like and then hold your breath and then you do that a series of those and then you bring up the, the next thing you know you're holding your breath for three minutes if, if anybody right now like would have told me before I even laid down and tried this thing that you're going to hold your breath for three minutes, I'd be like, you're on absolute crack cocaine. You got to be kidding me. There's no, there's no way I can hold my breath for three goddamn minutes. And then you do it. And then, and then after you do it a few times, the next thing you know is he says, breathe out but you're still holding in and you're like, well, I still got this. You know what I mean? And I, and then you're going North of three minutes. It's insane. It's it. And, and the feeling, the feeling that you feel 
when you come out of doing that, you know, that 20 minute session, it's like being on psychedelics. It's like, and, and, and not in any scary way, you're, you're buzzing and it's almost like you can feel all your cells are energized. Like yeah. you are. So I've been doing it for over a year now, the first month or two doing it like when i came out like it almost felt like i was on like mushrooms like, like, mm-hmm. like just just a small little amount and like yep. just feeling great where you would walk around i would do it before i went to shows and just felt amazing so the one thing i was wanting to say to you with like how we're talking about pain in our body and stuff like this um the one good thing about this breathing exercise like it pushes you into a meditative space so what you what you breathe in 30 times then you breathe out and then you hold your breath. But when you hold your breath, you're at this like really amazing spot where like how you said you can hold your breath for three minutes. But at that spot, like your your thoughts almost stop because, you, you know, you are breathing so much that your thoughts aren't even there anymore. And like you get into this meditative space that a lot of people like it takes years of meditation to get into that space. But just because you did this breathing exercise, you pop popped into that space a lot earlier than most people. And in that meditative space, like if yeah, you, you skipped a level, you skipped yeah, a couple you skipped levels. Level. Right? You did and yeah. like you can put your you can put your attention on your body. And you can there's like thousands of different exercises you can do. But like just for me, like. I would be able to put my attention like on my body and feel like tension and muscles that are tensed up. And like, like we were saying, like anger or any types of negative emotions, fear, or when it's like a little cupboard back there and it finds, they find little holes and then they, and it makes tension in different muscles in your body. So like you can start feeling um, the tension in different parts of your body just by putting your attention there when you're in that meditative state. And like this Wim Hof breathing puts you in that state. And like the cool thing about it is like when you put your attention or awareness on that tension in your muscles, like it actually ends up releasing it. And this is like becomes an exercise of like releasing it. And uh, the more you do it, the deeper you can go in and the more stuff uh, you become aware of. It's uh, very, I'm glad you brought this up because um, I have, uh, I've been, I've been busy as of late and I've, um, I've pushed that aside and I, I, you know what, tomorrow morning, <clears throat> that's how i'm gonna start my day and uh yeah thank you good buddy all right let's fucking uh let's fucking do the big question big guy you ready go andrew elbert god yay or nay <laughs> i love you a little or nay <laughs> um i think it's uh i think we're gonna have to go god yay here nor um but I don't, uh, I don't believe it's necessarily uh, in the, you know, the constructs that we've in a society have been, you know, uh, supposed to think of such a thing. With, of course, it was a white man. Um, he was a white guy. Uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looked like me. <laughs> you know, big white beard, uh, white man, blue eyes. Uh, his son was Arab somehow, uh, but uh, not uh, blue-eyed Arab. Uh, I uh, <clears throat> I find God in uh, beautiful spots. I find God in energy between friends. I find God um, in nature, like I was explaining before. I I, I think. Uh, I think that's where God is. It's the energy that every living thing on the planet shares. Mm. It's it's the energy that we all share when we're living. It's that uh, it is that feel of the pulse of the earth beneath your feet, you know. Um, <clears throat> but uh, power corrupts, and uh, that's where that's where things get muddy. I think that's where I think you know if we're gonna say God. Uh, Nay, I think that's where people got, uh, I think that's where they got hurt from God or by God or by the constructs of humans uh, bastardizing God and what God is. I think there's a lot of great things to come out of the church. 
Uh, but unfortunately, there's a lot of horrible, oppressive things that organized religion has done over the years. And that's where we've lost our way. We've lost our connect with nature. We've lost... Um, remember, remember one time I was with you and Bernie Robbie show was a guy that played a character on trailer park boys. And we went out and did some shows and remember the three of us standing together and having a piss on the side of an Alberta highway and the Northern lights were making noise above us. Oh, that was so that was god bro that was so much cosmic energy so much wonderful things lining up it was like it was the perfect place at the perfect time and the it was the it was the perfect reality for us at that at that moment you know after we did a show at a strip club in brooks or whatever it was you know what i mean like we did a show. We stood next to a pole that strippers would use, and we told jokes to so few people that ended up coming out to that thing to see Bernie, you know, to to catch a glimpse of a guy from the Trailer Park Boys, whatever. But we we forget to look up. We don't like like what we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast. Like people don't understand how tough it is to be in the city. There are no stars. No, that's a big one, bro. There are no stars. You forget how fucking minuscule you are when you can't look up and see the Milky Way. When you when you look up and you're in the country and you have no light pollution and you look up and you see the Milky Way, you realize how insignificant you are on the grand scheme of things. And I think that's where we've lost God because that is God. That is the, the cosmos is God, the, the, the vastness, the, the everything the, from the grass to the Milky Way. And when you can't see that, you, you begin to believe your own fucking importance. <laughs> and let's be real. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're all we're all sitting home like I can't fucking stand this. We have the covid outside and it's is horrible and think of our, you know, and and people have made this I'm not the first one to make this this uh, you know, this comparison, but like think of our grandfathers and great-grandfathers in World War 2, World War 1 when they were like it wasn't a virus. If the virus was ideology and it was like all of a sudden the Germans want to rule the world and we're like, no, 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 no. We have to put a stop to this. And people were like, no, are you in? Are you out? And the next thing you know, you're on a boat and you're into a real hell. Our three months at home have been shit. But imagine if somebody was shooting at you on top of this. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that would be horrible. That would be horrible. So God, definitely God, yay. We've just lost our way. Yeah, man. And I like how you like the in the city, like we don't get to see the sky. It's true. We don't see it. We're just a bunch of big egos in small apartments. (laughs) (laughs) You got it, baby. You got it. Like a real lot of self-important people. And you see everybody online because you get to see everybody's living room now on TV, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's coming to you from home. No, that's true. Ah, uh, dude, that was beautiful. Thanks for opening up with everybody. Um, yeah, you're one of my best boys. I want fucking people to uh, support you. Uh, where can they find your album? And uh, let let us know where they can find you and anything you want to promote. Let it uh, be known. Well, check this out. So right now, I'm uh, I'm on XM uh, Satellite Radio. I just got some really good news. I don't know if we've talked about this. That I got green lighted for seven tracks on xm usa yeah did you hear about that yeah i heard 
Okay, so uh, so I got uh, seven tracks going to uh, XM. Uh, so Raw Dog, uh, you can get my albums uh, online uh, through any any of the iTunes. Uh, I have a few albums out called. Uh, first one was a uh, Warning Canadian Content. Content. Uh, the second album last year was uh, Guns and Yoga. All right. Well, thank you, Andrew. You were fucking amazing. Thank you, brother. Hey, everybody, that was this week's episode. Thank you so much uh, for listening. I appreciate the support. The best way you can uh, support this podcast is by going on to Apple or iTunes and rating this podcast. Um, If you give it a good rating and leave a nice comment, honestly, that's the best way to do it. Uh, Please check me out on Instagram or uh, YouTube under Newer Kidwife. I'm constantly going to be sharing clips of this podcast and also uh, telling you when new episodes are out and sharing a little bit of my comedy. So thank you so much uh, and uh, tune in to another episode next time on God, yay or nay.